Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Well, joining us here on the Lean Blog video podcast from Jacksonville, Florida, is Dr. Sammy Bari. Thanks for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for hosting me, Mark. We're here to talk about your new book uh, that's out and available from the Lean Enterprise Institute. Uh, It's called uh, Follow the Learner, the Role of a Leader in Creating a Lean Culture. And so I was wondering if you could uh, tell us a little bit of the background of, uh, of the title and, and where that phrase comes from, how it relates uh, to the work you've been doing there in your dental practice. Uh, if you remember, we presented our work and our work at the Shingle Prize Conference. And then uh, uh, I was I was awarded the title First Lean Dentist. And um, it generated some interest. Michael Brossard came to the office uh, from the Lean Enterprise Institute and stayed with us a little bit to see how we're doing things. And as we told him our story, he saw how we learned everything from books and discussing ideas together and working on improvements. And so he thought these people are learners. And uh, he one day he was just discussing things with us and he goes, follow the learner. That's, that's the title, Follow the Learner. And it's re- it really came from Michael. So you've, you've been learning and uh, you know, re- reading books and then also taking action and applying that in a very active way in the practice over the, the past years, correct? That's right. See, uh, I take you back to 1984. I was in charge of dental school and I used to go to the clinic and see how things are going every day. And I would see the patients coming one day for diagnosis, the second day for a filling, the third day for a crown, and so forth. I would see the same faces coming back every day. And then I thought, why can't we put that patient in the chair and have a specialist from each specialty and treat that patient so they would finish faster and go to their own lives? And then I thought, dental schools have been there forever. So someone would have found a solution. Someone would have thought about that. And I dismissed it until in 1996, I was listening to a tape by Jim, Jim, James Womack. Jim was talking about his daughters folding newsletters for their mom. And they were doing it in batches. He said, why don't you do it one at a time? They said, because it won't be efficient. So that was the same idea I had about my patients, like finish one patient at a time. So I stopped the tape. I stopped the tape thought I need to investigate that. I need to look more into it. I looked at the bibliography he had, and he talks about Ono, he talks about Chingo. So I thought maybe those people have books. So I went back and read their books. And I would find an idea in a book and apply it in dentistry and dismiss the entire book as manufacturing. Then Then I read another book, and I find another idea who was originally in the first book, but then now I understand a little bit better. And I include that idea one after the other, one after the other, until in 2005, we had a breakthrough where we had very good results from Lean. And it's funny you say, you know, you didn't want to dismiss ideas as having come from manufacturing. And I would hope people that would take a look at your book would not dismiss it as being a book just about dentistry, that the the themes of leadership and culture and teamwork are things that would be very transferable uh, to other types of businesses. So I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about 
you're, you know, the focus on teamwork and what you've tried to develop along those lines, you know, instead of just focusing on the technical tools um, that we might know of in, in the lean methodology? Yes. Uh, well, at, at first, as you know, we have learned the tools. We have, we have learned the tools like what is leveling for us? What is leveling for dentistry? What is tag time for dentistry? Uh, and so forth. What is lead time? What is one piece flow? And then we haven't thought that in the same time we were learning teamwork. In the same time, in the meantime, we were learning how to make decisions together. We were learning how to use the PDCA cycle. Try something. If it doesn't work, we try something else or we improve the same thing until it works. So the learning process was very important to us. I would learn one idea, come to the office and share it with one person because that person had more time maybe and everybody was, was busy. So that person would become more involved, becomes more excited about the process, and she would learn it better. Then once we had some results, we would go and discuss it with the rest of the team. I would be the teacher then, not the learner anymore. And when I'm teaching, I'm not as excited as the learner. And the people who are sitting and listening to me are not as excited as people who are trying. And little by little, we came to realize that everybody needs to work that. Everybody needs to try something. And that's how we get excited that we learn together. That's how we get motivated about improving things. And that became very, very important to us. And obviously, you see that the title of the book is The Learner. And it's not only me. It's everybody in the office. And... I mean, I think that's an important idea, working together, um, learning, experimenting, trying out things. Can you talk a little bit about you know, that experimentation and how you learn by doing and by trying new things and, and how you help facilitate that as a leader? Well, as a leader, see, one time, a long time ago, I was uh, three, three people from one department of the dental school wanted to implement something new in their department. And the fourth person was against it. So they met for a couple of hours and they were in a deadlock. They were, so one of them came to, came to my office and said, uh, we're, not going any, we're not getting anywhere there. Can you come and help? So I didn't know what to do, but it just came, came to me like naturally. I didn't know where it came from. I looked, at, I looked at my friend. I said, they're willing to try something. They, wa they wanted to try something. Are you willing to let them try if it doesn't work? Would you let, and we'll go back. If it doesn't work, we'll revert to where what you're doing now. He said, yes, I'll let you, I'll let you try. So he let us try. It worked very well. And then he didn't want to go back. Actually, he started helping improving things. So from that day on, I try to let people go back whenever they want to. So in, in our environment, it is safe to experiment, to make mistakes if it happens. And if you don't like it, you can go back without feeling guilty. And I felt that very important. I mean, it removed a lot of barriers to resistance, to lean, and to, and to improvement and change. So this is, this is one of the things that I think is very important. Then my job as a leader, I need to provide proof. See, if, if you don't want to, you call it control and command, command and control. Yeah. If you want to go against that, how, how do you go about it? You have, to, you have to provide proof to people. You have to convince them that what's working better, what's, what we're doing is working better. So 
the best way to provide proof we found was through experimentation. We do small experimentations. If they work, then we include them in our standard work. If they don't work, then either we try to improve them, to improve them, which happens most of the time, or we try something else. So that was very important to us. All right. Well, I want to thank you for sharing you know, a few glimpses into uh, your work and what, what's there in the book. I hope people will pick it up. Again, the title is Follow the Learner, the Role of a Leader in Creating a Lean Culture. It's available at lean.org, the Lean Enterprise Institute. And if people want to learn more about what it was that you were doing, um, you have a webinar that you did an hour long that's um, archived. If, if it's not already, it will be soon on the web. So I hope people will check that out. And I hope people will buy the book, um, not just it's a slip under the dentist's door to leave in the waiting room. Um, but hopefully, you know, that they'll read and learn something about your leadership style. And I want to thank you for sharing that with us. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.